Welcome to Hello Health Today, where health is a leadership strategy. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. At Hello Health, we recommend a 10-minute morning routine called the MAP, which stands for My Attention Plan. Step five of the MAP is to identify a second brain. The age of technology makes information overload a regular part of the leadership experience. Sometimes it can be hard to think. The MAP thinking tool tells us not to jump right into the day's to-dos, but instead step back and ask ourselves to use our second brains. A second brain is a trusted friend or advisor who loves being your hero. My guest today is Hello Health Advisor and one of the second brains upon whom I rely, Mrs. Michelle Hilton. Michelle is VP Associate General Counsel in the Warner Media Compliance Center of Expertise. In her role, Michelle serves as the lead compliance officer for the Warner Media News and Sports and Warner Media International Business Units, overseeing all ethics and compliance matters for businesses that include CNN, Bleacher Report, and Warner Brothers. Michelle also serves as the subject matter expert on sanctions and export controls compliance, advising across the entire Warner Media organization on these issues. Prior to joining Warner Media in 2007, Michelle was an associate at Jones Day's Atlanta office, where she spent seven years in the Capital Markets Group. In addition to her legal work at Warner Media, Michelle participates in the Warner Media Legal Department's partnership with the Equal Justice Initiative and actively supports voting rights in her community by serving as a deputy registrar for the Fulton County Board of Elections. She lives in Atlanta with her amazing family, husband Anthony, daughter Nina, son Evan, and spunky cocker spaniel puppy Skylar. If you're dealing with a problem and the solution is just not coming to you easily, it's time to find a second brain. I view um, what I do as a lawyer as helping people, right? And so Hello Health's calling is my calling in that respect. We have to learn to trust that our friends and mentors mean what they say when they offer to help. It's so interesting the story we tell ourselves about what may happen versus what does happen. Because every time I see your name pop up, I could be having the busiest day. I will smile ear to ear because it's you. Asking for what we need is part of self-care and self-care is a professional responsibility. And so if Carmen on today, you know, you asked me to do something and I can't do it today, then it's up to me both as um, someone who is trying to serve you, right? And help Hello Health, but also because you're my friend and I know you would understand if I can't do it, then I'll, I'll tell you that. Mrs. Michelle Hilton, welcome to the show. Carmen, good morning. And of course, please call me Shelly. We have known each other far too long for, <laughs> for those formalities. Um, so great to be with you this morning. Shelly, thank you so much for joining the Hello Health Advisory Board last year. How has your experience been so far? It has been um, just really wonderful. You know, I, I sort of wear two hats when I'm um, participating in our board functions, right? I, of course, love all the work I do as a professional in my capacity as an advisor, but as um, an employee of a fairly large company, our discussions are so relevant to me from that side as well, um, because it's just helpful to always keep in mind both as a leader and someone who has leaders above her, um, you know, thinking of wellness and health and how um, those things impact productivity and make my company better are just really, really um, useful for me. So I am really enjoying it. I think the work that Hello Health does is so important and vital. 
Oh, well, thanks for that. I'm glad that we're useful to you as well, because I always worry about that. Um, I'd like to say that at Hello Health, we're in the business of personal health transformation. And that process starts with self-sufficiency. But to progress, we have to move away from the expectation that we can do all things, right? So most of the people who interact with us have already become experts in their own right. But then they have a lot of trouble moving away from the expectation of self-sufficiency. Have you ever experienced a time like that? Um, this could not be a more relevant conversation <laughs> on this day because I'm literally going through it um, right now. Um, work oh, has no. just never been busier and home has never been busier. And just making sure that you sort of literally don't, I've had times during the past week where because I haven't eaten lunch or had enough water or just taken a break to get some sunshine where I've had that feeling of like wooziness. And so if I collapse, that serves no one, right? Um, I can't work anymore. I can't be um, a mother to my children and a spouse to my wonderful husband. Um, it serves no one for me to not take care of myself. So I'm literally in a period right now of oh my um, goodness. having to sort of make those choices about, um, you know, what do I need in this moment versus, you know, work demands and family demands and all the other demands we face. Well, you know what I love about that is, you know, Shelly, that is so anti-brand. Collapsing because you didn't drink enough water. It's anti-brand. We can't have that. <laughs> so Absolutely it's... not. I know better. <laughs> I know better. <laughs> it's so much easier said than done. It is. It is. It, it is. But it is. Um, it's just important. And I think, again, because of the um, exposure I've had um, to you for, for many years before joining um, the Hello Health Advisory Board, but just all of the amazing guidance you give as a friend and, and a medical professional, you know, putting yourself first is something that really, um, despite all the guilt and shame, perhaps in some cases you may feel about it, um, it's absolutely necessary. And so I'm so glad to have had the knowledge and experience with you and the board, because even in those moments where I'm like, oh, you know, work five more minutes, something within me will get up and say, nope, grab a bottle oh, of water goodness. and go take the puppy for a walk outside instead. It's five minutes, right? Um, and so even just carving out those little moments where you can focus on what you um, need and, and want uh, is so important. And I'm glad that I'm at least trying to keep it top of mind. You're right. It's sometimes you know, easier said great. than done. No, this is fantastic because you know what? We've all been there and this is a fantastic time for us to talk about the process of personal health transformation. So I think too many of us believe that once we get healthy, we're going to stay that way with without a proactive stance toward our health, right? Um, I mean, you're a super healthy like lady, right? You you really do walk be. the talk. You work out, you know, you eat right, you know, that COVID puppy gets to go for a walk and still we can end up in these moments where it's like, okay, that's enough, right? Right. Right. We can tell we're in that moment of self-sufficiency because we feel a lot of stress and we're working harder, longer with more discipline. Like the, the adaptation to the stress is to work harder, longer and with more discipline. And it's easy for a second brain to know, well, that's a recipe for burning out. Absolutely. OK, so we know we all of us can identify that situation because all high flyers find themselves there. When at Hello Health, what we say is it's time for some time defense, time for 
Miss Shelley on the on the radar screen first, and I hear that you're taking that stance. So when you defend the time for yourself, what are the right inputs for you to move you away from burning out to instead feeling really clear and centered in your own values? So this is something that I've learned from you, um, again, for years, right? The importance of rest and sleep. That is the one that I think I guard the most is um, when it's time for me to turn everything off and sleep, I there is nothing that interrupts that. Um, it's so important to my functioning, my mood, right? Um, coming home and not just being cross and grumpy with family, right? I, I hate that dynamic. And I have found that above, you know, all the other things are important, the eating healthy, the exercise, certainly, um, the water, the sleep is the one for me that really, um, you know, is, is, is the most important. And I guard that tremendously. Um, I always make sure I at least get, um, like always, um, six to eight hours. Um, so, and it really does, does help um, in all aspects. It helps me be cognizant enough to focus on the other important pieces like the exercise and the, and the diet. So sleep is my number one. Oh my gosh. To quote uh, Dr. Kimberly Manning, sleep is the jam. Sleep is the jam. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so what I hear you doing is inside the clarity on health triangle, sleep, rest, and recovery activates your body's natural program for healing and that you've taken the time to begin to defend that again after potentially sacrificing a bit of that. I will say at one working mom to another that the transition time between caring for others at work and the focus and the amount of energy it takes to do what we do at work when we transition poorly into the demands of home, like no one comes up to me and says they don't need anything. Like the dog is at the door <laughs> saying he wants to walk. The cat is at the door saying she wants to be fed. And the kids are like, I need this and that and the other thing. Yes. So <laughs> yes. it is easy to be grumpy it when is. that's the transition I've made. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, Carmen, that... Um, you know, I've lost some of that transition time by not commuting. Now, there are certainly things Ooh. I do not miss about my commute, but that used to be my time where I would listen to podcasts or talk and catch up with a friend on the phone. And, you know, by cutting that out because I'm um, working from home so much, you're right, that transition, it often um, is invisible, really. You know, I may close my laptop to indicate that I'm sort of done with work, but you're right, the needs of the people in my life that need to be addressed are, are still like literally right there because um, I'm in my home. So, um, you know, being mindful of and trying to guard again um, and find those moments where you can um, retreat when you need to and just take a minute to breathe even, right? Um, I'm a big um, practice practicer of yoga and, you know, the breathing techniques have been super helpful as well. Just take 15 minutes, 15 seconds, excuse me, to, to just breathe. Um, so yeah, I think as we've all sort of, you know, come into our homes because of COVID and, and, and other things, those divisions have just gotten a lot blurrier. And so it becomes even more important to make sure that you're addressing um, your self-care and what you need. 
I think the other thing that we're dealing with is just information overload. And again, now that we don't have to sit in traffic on the way home, we don't realize that we used to actually transition pretty well from our, our professional lives into our personal personas. And women in particular, from my experience, really needed that time, but were unaware of it. It was unlabeled, unspoken, and we didn't have the vocabulary for it. And we have to develop that vocabulary now. You know, it's also bad now that we're all on screens more often that there's no break between one screen time and the next screen time and it's one meeting to another and there's no more transitional time for our brains to process what happened in one and the tasks that that meeting generated to yes. then um, the next problem solving situation. Are you finding that to be true for you? Absolutely. Um, one of the things that um, people in my management chain have done that I will say I find helpful is that we will have invites that go out that say audio only meeting, right? Because there oh, is something nice. exhausting oh. about, you know, all being on a screen all day um, in a way that I think in some ways is even more exhausting than um, doing it in person. I've certainly had days where I've had back-to-back -back meetings in person, but I find um, this, the, the, digital meetings to be almost more tiring. And so I've really appreciated people proactively saying there is no need to turn on cameras for this meeting. We do need to talk, but feel free to be off camera because that does help a lot with that particular issue. But yes, Isn't I certainly have felt that. Yeah. What do you think it is about the visual stimulus or is it the fact that we all have to perform and keep performing all day on screens? I absolutely think that's it. Um, there's something I think performative about being on any screen. Um, it, that is different than, again, when you're face-to-face -face, um, with someone. And although it does help, right, with at least you can see faces and body language, it's just not a substitute for in-person, um, mm -hmm. you know, connections. And so I do mm -hmm. think we all, you know, there have been meetings where, um, you know, we're talking about something that involves a controversial topic or something that needs a lot of analysis. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll see my own face kind of, you know, make a face. I and then know. I immediately am like, stop making, you know, like you're I always know. just very cognizant. It's awful. My own bobblehead. Like, <laughs> do I really need to see my own bobblehead? Who knew right, how much exactly. I would not enjoy that experience in telemedicine? Right. I'm like, can I just not see myself? <laughs> it took me a second to find the switch that turns me off. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, that's all exhausting, right? Um, you know, having to make sure you're not making faces and it's just a lot. And I think we are all, um, although we're, more used to it. I, I don't think I'll ever be completely used to it. And so, yes, there is, I think the way you described it as performative is perfect. And that's hard when you do it all day long. Yeah, I miss in person so much because um, there's a warmth and an energy that you can feel that Absolutely. where the person's words might not um, convey that warmth and the tone with which they said the words. But when they're in person, you know that they didn't mean it as a slight or, or that right. they felt that, that, that positive emotion much more clearly. It just it's hard to judge, I think, um, when we're all 2D. I completely agree. I will say, you know, I've um, returned a few times to our physical office location um, because they're not um, completely open yet. But, you know, I've seen just a few colleagues who are doing the same, kind of just going involuntarily. And I don't think I was prepared for, like, the emotion of 
seeing colleagues again in person. It's been very emotional. The ability to you know wrap your arms around and hug or pat on the back someone you haven't seen for two years. So I completely agree with you that that warmth and and just the the physicality even of being with someone. Um, I'm so looking forward to more of that. I hope we're able to do more of that really soon. It's interesting you would say that his two days ago, um, I met someone for the first time who I've had a relationship with since like like eight months ago, right? And he says, wait a second, have we ever shook hands? And I'm like, <laughs> no, no, we completely had a 2D relationship. Yeah. And it's really nice to meet you face to face. It was such a great experience. Yeah. Well, so Shelly, this I have like a confession. Are you ready? I think so. I'm pretty much afraid of lawyers. And I think <laughs> many doctors are, okay? Right? For like obvious reasons. But yeah. you know, I'm afraid of lawyers. But I always appreciate your warmth and ease when I ask for your help. What's the best way to approach needing legal advice from an advisor? Great question. I think exactly in the way that that you do it. You know, lawyers are much in the way that doctors are. You know, I think both of those professions are are very you know hallowed and you know everybody thinks very highly of them and and it's well deserved. But we're just service providers, right? Um, and we're problem solvers. And so I think um, at heart, you know, that's what I enjoy um, about my job as a lawyer, and that's what I enjoy about other aspects of my life. Essentially, a lot of my mom duties are problem solving. My spouse duties are about problem solving. So I think as women, one, we're kind of naturally good at at a lot of that. But um, in terms of my professional capacity as a lawyer, you know, I I do try to be warm because I realize the whole um, idea of law can be intimidating. We have a special lexicon that has, you know, lots of Latin words that you know, unless you're in the profession, you may not understand. Um, regulations are hard. Lawsuits are terrible. Nobody likes to be like in an adversarial setting, right? And so the legal profession, I think, um, by its nature, you know, has some hard edges. And so I always try to be warm in my professional capacity because I think that's important. Again, I'm, I'm here to help people solve problems. And so I will say in terms of how I like to be approached, um, I like facts. Um, I like full disclosure. Um, I hate, you know, getting five pieces of information, but then there were the five somebody that that someone did not inform me of that completely changed the analysis. So clear communication, um, fact driven, um, and then I can do my job. And and there, nothing feels better to me as a lawyer than when someone says thank you for helping me. Right? Not um... thank you for you know, winning this legal argument or thank you for reducing this fine. Thank you for helping me. That's what really touches um, the core of what I feel um, my vocation as a lawyer is. It's just about helping people. There's nothing like gratitude. Yeah. It's just, pretty great. Just nothing like gratitude. <laughs> it's so nice when uh, folks thank me for, they're like, I feel so much better. Thank yeah. you. You know, even though most of the time it was just, they did the work. I just gave the advice, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. So, Shelly, as my second brain, how do you feel when I email you about needing a legal document? So I, I feel guilty when I ask you for legal advice, you just so you know. I think a lot of people feel guilty when they need help, um, and they're not exchanging that help for money. 
right? So like I'm, I'm like writing to you, um, Shelly, here's the podcast release form, but I think it doesn't cover it enough. I'm, I'm worried about it. Could you look at it and make it better? And by the way, you totally did. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and how do you feel? Because I'm like, I feel guilty. Like, I don't really want to bother this other busy person. So you're that just I think is such a testament to your generosity, Carmen, because I have called you. um, I, I would run out of fingers and toes for the numbers of times that I've called you about various medical issues. So you have a lot of like savings banked up in, you know, in my bank about you know, the exchange of professional services without money. But that's very kind of you to say you should absolutely never feel guilty. Um, I am always so glad to help. And to your point about, you know, the second brain, what a relief it is to have people like you in my network, right? Because my second brain doesn't know anything about all the medical things that you're brain, your first brain does, right? And so it's such a relief to me to be able to have someone like you in my circle to take that burden away from me. And I hope that um, once you get past the guilt, um, that's how you (laughs) feel about me and all the other amazing um, professionals that you have surrounded yourself with, with respect to Hello Health. We are absolutely here to serve you and the mission of Hello Health. We don't want you thinking about you know, the legal aspects, you're not a lawyer, right? We want to- Oh, clearly not. Oh, clearly not. (laughs) You could do it. Um, You're just busy with other things. Your brain is enormous. You could absolutely be a lawyer uh, if you so chose. But until you do, I am here to help with those things. Thank goodness. And I think that's the enormous value that a network of second brains brings, is that you get to focus on what your calling is. I get to help you with that calling using- you know, my calling. So it, it's just, it's this wonderful um, thing where you just build up a brain trust without having to actually directly take on any of the substantive areas. And that's, in my opinion, such a smart way to go about it. It's just efficient, right? Let's get all the people who can um, help with these various issues um, and all be driven toward a common goal. I think it's amazing. So it's so interesting because the what you described, the experience of when I have used my own second brains, that and they're actually identified as second brains. That's why they we call them advisors, right? But I know that these people are just as busy as I am. And so I think the guilt comes from interrupting your calling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm interrupting you for this because I, re- you know, the company really needs it. I'm not even often doing it on my own behalf. Um, even though I know I could interrupt you as a as a friend of mine anytime um, to seek advice or for whatever else. And I would submit to you, many people have a hard time leaning on each other these days. And that goes back to what we initially spoke about, self-sufficiency being something that seems to be prized in our society when the experience of um, interrelationship is so rewarding. Mm-hmm. What, how do we get past that? Yeah, so I think, and look, I can, you know, wax poetic about, you know, my calling and your call. I feel guilty too when I have to call on people. So it, oh, it's, no, it's a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon <laughs> that I, you know, I certainly can relate to and I um, have experienced it myself. But I think, you know, part of self care is the establishment of boundaries. And so if Carmen on, today, you know, you asked me to do something and I can't do it today, then it's up to me, both as um, someone who is trying to serve you, right, and help 
Hello Health, but also because you're my friend and I know you would understand if I can't do it, then I'll, I'll tell you that. That's my responsibility as part of that relationship, right? Um, to say, you know, I can't do that or I can't do it right now. Can I give it to you on Monday, right? Like, so I think it's very important um, that we all trust each other enough to let our boundaries be known. Um, and I also think, you know, back to um, your point about, you know, you're interrupting my day or, or what I'm doing professionally. You know, again, I view um, what I do as a lawyer as helping people, right? And so Hello Health's calling is my calling in that respect, right? It's no different than what I do for my own company. Um, wow. I'm helping you help people um, and people that are near and dear to my heart and in that they are, you know, professional women and leaders and working mothers. And um, that's that's very um, important to me. And so that calling is my calling um, to a larger extent. And if I can't address the calling on a particular day or at a particular hour, then, you know, I think I need to let you know that and trust that um, you'll be okay with that. And I've had, really had to do that in all aspects of my life with my spouse, with my children when I need a minute, you know, honey, I can't check your homework right now, but give me 30 minutes and I will be on it. Right. Um, I, I have to learn to advocate for my boundaries. It's a work in progress. There's so much in what you just said, Shelley. We have to trust each other and trust is hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to trust our second brains to let us know when they can't take it on and not worry for them. My sense is, you know, out of protection for you, I wouldn't ask you for help. And that would actually make you sad. It would. Right, to know that. Isn't, yeah. Isn't that interesting? I it would love make me that. sad. I yeah, know. I know that. And yet I still go, oh, I really have to email Shelly this. Oh, yeah. no. And every it's time so your name pops up in my inbox, it's so interesting the story we tell ourselves about what may happen versus what does happen. Because every time I see your name pop up, I could be having the busiest day. I will smile ear to ear because it's you. Yay. Right? So, oh, that um, makes me so happy. <laughs> yes. So I hope I've at least dispelled that you need to yes. feel guilty about doing that anymore. You know what? The reason <laughs> I bring it up is I just think it's ubiquitous. I don't think I'm the Absolutely only one. And I, I even know that this is what you were going to say. And it's still hard. And that's on me. And I hear you that I just have to trust. And I think that all of us do. Um. So there was that. You just said so many good things. Um, you also said, like, setting boundaries is part of self-care. And, you know, with us, we always say self-care is a professional responsibility. And this is why. So that people know you've got great boundaries and that you will tell them yeah. no so that they will use you as a second brain. Yes. Right? Just making those dots connect, that it all fits together as part of professionalism. I love that. I totally agree, Carmen. I have found um, and seen examples, right, um, where you don't set those boundaries. And of course, people will push um, as far as you will let them, right? Like when you're on a big project or there's something important going on professionally, people want to get it done. And so if you don't have boundaries, people are more than happy to say, well, Michelle said she'd stay up all night and do this. So let's give it to her. Right. And so I think that um, it is a professional responsibility to set boundaries. People are generally, when I've set them in my own experience, respectful of them. But when I don't, they're not. It's just about, you know, communication. You have to sort of advocate for what you need. Um, And I also find that as I, um, you know, I get a little older, um, one, I'm just more tired. And two, um, I feel much more empowered at this point in my professional career than I did as a, a, a young lawyer, for example. I would not maybe have felt as comfortable 
being so clear about what I um, will not and will do boundary wise, but I find that age has helped a lot there. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm in search for wisdom. Did you know that? So I'm, I'm happy to be growing older and hopefully letting some of these life lessons stick. Here, here. (laughs) So you mentioned (laughs) children who have homework and you're saying, okay, honey, 30 minutes. And I am so there on the homework check. Working moms have to stick together. How do you make the mom thing work in the middle of a fast paced career like yours? Hard, like lay it down, right? Shelley. Let me know because I'm need. I'm gonna need some help. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know everything from like mom groups on GroupMe that are like, "Hey, don't forget this project is due tomorrow." Or we're wearing this uniform today. Like that has been a lifesaver. That's something totally small, but like I'm so grateful for that. Um, and then you know things just you know can you grab my two when you pick up your two um, at school today. You know, again, it's just about clear communication and asking for what you need and also being okay when things sort of fall apart, which happens to me more than I'd probably like to admit on this podcast, right? Like sometimes, (laughs) you know, because I'm so busy and the kids are so busy and, you know, there's the math quiz tomorrow that we somehow didn't manage to study for because it just fell through the cracks of our super busy evening and being okay with that, you know, not, you know, doing, not getting an A plus on the fourth grade math test is probably going to be okay. Um, grand scheme. So, um, (laughs) I tend to be a very process oriented, um, detail oriented and structured person. And so a huge hill for me to climb has been just, being okay when it doesn't go according to plan, because that's actually something within most of my days at this point. Interesting. Well, I will say, knowing your amazing children, that I am sure that they can get by with the A minus on their math <laughs> tests. Like I know that they're going to be doing amazing things with their lives. Thank you. It's a privilege to know them, and it's a privilege to know your family as well. <laughs> and you know that is m- mutual. We adore you guys. Thank you. Okay, so now that we're confessing, okay, I was so jealous a couple of years back when you told me about the value of having a house husband. Oh, and I was like, what invaluable. is Aunt doing? This is amazing. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Go, Shelly. How do I get myself one? <laughs> How do I order one of those? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so just by way of a bit of background, so my husband um, for it was a little bit over a year, I think, was just transitioning jobs and as part of the process of um, trying to find the right next fit, just took a package and while he was searching again for the next step, just was at home. And it was in valuable. It was invaluable. Um, Just because, um, so this was before the pandemic. And so I was still um, in the office full time, just having someone in our home when contractors needed to come or um, when something needed to be picked up, like just the ease that it put on our home life was amazing. Um, And I am fortunate to have um, a partner, uh, my husband, Anthony, who felt comfortable in that space because I've known um, couples where um, the male partner has, it's caused friction, right? Um, 
And so I was really grateful um, that he welcomed that time and saw all the value of being able to um, be at home every afternoon when our children got home and, you know, to have a snack with them after school, to take them to school. It, it I could go on and on about the various examples of um, how grateful we all were for him to have that experience, but it was just wonderful. <laughs> I'm really sorry it's over. Me you know, too, Carm. How dare he become so productive in society? <laughs> and <laughs> The nerve. The nerve. <laughs> but I will say, I hear you. And I isn't it wonderful when our partners support our careers and support, um, you know, the domestic life that so often has been women's, mm-hmm. that it, even as transitory as, you know, your one year having a house husband was, I have to I have to say I remember you saying now I understand how all the men in our lives are getting ahead like their lives are so easy. <laughs> I mean, it made it clicked. It made perfect sense after that experience. Um, when someone is there to manage um, the other half of your of your life, that that helps. <laughs> so you know what yes. I I was so jealous then, but you know, girl, I have what you have now. So I'm you know in a similar it's situation. Fantastic. My house husband was not meant for the domestic life, but oh, he's so great at it. Yeah, keep going, right? honey. He's not coming gonna, into he's his own. Go <laughs> <laughs> Arun is just lovely um, generally, so it does not surprise me at all that he has um, flourished in in this setting too. That's um, right. You know what? How about this? Thank you to all the men who are true feminists in our lives. Super. We appreciate you and we just we're getting a lot um we're going a long way in the world with your support guys yeah absolutely i always say i could not um, have my professional life without anthony my my husband so yes shout out to anthony and arun and all the other men who are supporting us every day we appreciate you it's time for our action steps for today shelly thanks for being an advisor for hello health my second brain such a great friend and an amazing human being. Thank you, Carmen. It's, it's, it's a privilege. Thank you. So what can we do to start feeling better today? Um, get some sleep. Again, we talked about this earlier, but um, I, I just cannot encourage people enough to, to respect that space of their life. Rest is so um, crucial. Um, ask for help um, inside your home, outside your home. Children are not exempt. I um, often will say it would be such a help to mommy if you could fill in the blank. And I think um, my children appreciate that, that they have, there are stakeholders in our family, just like, you know, their mom and dad are, we're a unit um, and we work together and we love together. And part of loving um, other people is um, helping them accommodate their needs. We certainly do that as parents. And I think children are more capable than we sometimes give them credit for, um, for giving that back. Um, professionally too, ask for what you need. Bosses, um, subordinates, tell them what you need. Um, it's really important that we just start communicating better with one another and that we start listening um, and speaking with, with empathy for ourselves and for each other. I love that. So incredible, too easy to miss, but so important. 
Thank you for listening to Hello Health Today. Please show your support by leaving a review. You can also support the show by sharing this episode with a friend, maybe someone for whom you'd like to offer your services as a second brain. As always, action steps, contact information, and social handles are posted in the show notes. Until next time, remember, today is good. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Because I am a medical doctor, it's important for me to tell you that nothing I say here in this podcast can substitute for your doctor's advice. My lawyers make me say the same thing this way. The contents of this podcast are neither intended nor implied to be relied on for medical diagnosis, care, or treatment concerning any individual. Under no circumstances does this podcast create a physician-patient relationship, nor does it constitute engagement in the practice of medicine or the provision of any healthcare service to an individual patient. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Consult a healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or to obtain guidance about any medical conditions. The producers of this podcast expressly disclaimed responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of reliance on the information contained in this podcast.